Hey, 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 hey. I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> I wasn't ready yet. I was doing too much at once. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? New, 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 new world order. What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. Shout out to the Coach Gang, the Ten Toes Up Gang, the Nasty Boys, and all of that. And that's and you. we got a great show today, man. Without further ado, we're going to get to the topics today. We're going to check in on Brittany Renner. She out here throwing water on dude's face, skeeting on her face, on dude's faces in here. Oh, boy. Mm. She up to no good. We're going to talk about Vice Magazine slandering masculinity in the manosphere we're also going to recover or cover cover um the wnba bill burr going in on the wnba and people actually going in on women's sports as you guys know i was a coach of women's sports but people going in on women's sports the wnba in particularly because the wnba is now on the latest crusade of equal pay and so as a result people are pointing out the fatal flaws of the WNBA, which I've done a long live stream on. And I'll remind people of that as you guys come in, I did a live long stream on, um, I've coached women's sports for a long time. And, uh, some of the criticism of the sport is going to be true as a result of that, the equal pay argument falls flat, but the media is not going to cover it that way. So people who are willing to speak out, able to speak out against and be logical and rational instead of emotional and, um, reactional, these people are going to make make sense. So anyway, we're going to get into the Vice magazine. I know I probably said Vibe magazine. I'm going to mess that up quite a bit. I think it's Vice channel. I don't even know. Is it a magazine? Mm. All right. What is Vice? <laughs> or what is this? I've never even heard of it. All right. So I probably have kind of seen it or something like that, but I don't know. I guess they're in Las Vegas. I don't know what it is, but it seems that uh, they wanted to take aim at masculinity and always, always, again, uh, the alphas don't uh, get any, they, they don't get any thing here the threat is always masculinity so another place another corporate entity another le left-leaning leaning i guess you would say that's i'm they're attacking the right on this one so i would assume it's left-leaning another left-leaning leaning organizations taking a shot at what you would call the sphere and uh, they're a news media outlet hold on for a second new, 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 new world order. by the way if you are if are if you are looking for this morning's live stream well, I was making a conversation about heel turning and I put a clip in of Paul Orndorff and Hogan. All right, Hulk Hogan. And um, what happened was that clip allowed them to block the stream. And unfortunately, it had 11,000 views. It's still on YouTube and it's in the process of being, what is it in the process of being? It's in the process of being um, trimmed out. So it's not going to have the live chat, of course, when you make an edit like that. But you'll be able to see the stream in full without the live chat participation once you do an edit. So once they complete the process of pulling that particular clip out of the stream, it will repost sometime tomorrow, sometime this 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 evening or whatnot. Who knows? But uh, that's what their beef was with my stream. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Appreciate you for being here. And I added a Vimbo uh, to here because PayPal, man, I'm telling you, PayPal be bugging around here i know you guys know her but they did paypal to um young ripper um they they're holding up millions of his dollars i mean like a million two on uh, 1.2 million dollars they're just holding it uh paypal has commenced to start holding a lot of the donations and funds but if that's going to be the best way you're able to do it it's the be best way to do it so they're holding up my stuff and and all of that stuff and it could be related to you know you know who um, but it is what it is. So we're going to find other ways. Uh, right now, I have do have Vimo. I'm able to access it on my phone. 
but not on my computer. So I can't go to the computer and read it directly because of the, because just the way it works, man. I tell you, man, these places, these places be bugging around here, man. I tell you, uh, they will find a way to get into, let me see here. They will find a way to get into all of your bull crap. Uh, so anyway, uh, once they figure things out and once people start reporting you and all of this stuff, that's kind of what they do. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's how they do your brother. That's how they do it, brother. And, um, you know, I think what's happening is a lot of people are have been using it recently. So they're looking at ways to kind of curb the usage because they got to come out. They got to come out of the money. I, listen, this is another sign that we're not in good times economically because some of these companies are like, wait, we're not going to distribute these funds. We're not going to distribute these funds like this. They might not have it. I mean, they have it. <laughs> the people gave it to the people to distribute to these people. So, uh, and they still want to go, oh, we're just going to hold on to it. Anyway, uh, let me put up, I can't even put up that. That's the link to the Vimo right now. I don't know if there's a link directly, like a hashtag or uh, 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 HTTP address or something like that. But I'll put up the PayPal for now. If you want to donate via PayPal for now. All right, I'm going to tell you by next month, I'm going to be looking at their ass like, mm. you know what I mean? They make you jump through all kind of hoops and all of that stuff. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, it's yeah. Somebody said just like China. So, again, these banks are holding money, but they really ain't got the money like that. And they're holding it. And then you come in and say, OK, where's my money? And they don't be like, I got they but like, I ain't got your money. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Like, wow. I got money. July 28th is the announcement of whether we're going to be in an official recession or not. Your boy Joe Biden's talking about, well, in my view, in my definition, we ain't in no recession. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> oh, man. You look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, he like, recession? What's the definition of recession? Hell with what they say. <laughs> Hell with what the numbers say. If it ain't a recession, I ain't calling it a recession. We just gonna change the definition of everything. A poke. What's a poke? What's a poke? Ah, that's not a definition of a poke. This is an actual poke. This is what a poke is. They changed the definition of women on you. Now they changing the definition of a recession. <laughs> I mean, it's clear to see. It's clear to see. Ay, ay, ay. Who was the person that told us? I'm not even gonna talk about it. Who was who told us to do Biden? My God, we are in trouble. Whoo! Hey, United States. Woo. Yikes. This is absolutely insane around here, brothers. So what do we got here? We do got some brothers on Venmo, Venmo, Venmo. All right. So my Venmo notifications are coming in. We got a co-sponsorship on Venmo. Let me acknowledge the brother. And of course, I'm not going to say uh, government names because I know your accounts are going to be related to government names. So I'm just going to say uh Mr. R. Sig, and you know who you is. He says, complete textbooks for the junior college coach. Thanks for everything you do. Appreciate you. Yes, indeed. We over on Vimo. We live and well. So I have to look at notifications through email uh, since it's not on my computer yet because I signed in. They were like, oh, con confirm with your phone. And then I tell them to send me a code. They don't send it. Oh, we can't send it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what in the world is going on around here? These people bugging. These people bugging. Uh, let's see here. Quick story. Let's acknowledge the people who have come in early with the PayPal's and the cash apps and the Venmo. Sorry, we will continue to acknowledge those brothers here. So we got over here. Is this KT King? KT King says, Coach, uh, when I was watching this morning's 
stream on playback the wwe shut it down to the due to the hogan paul orndorff 1986 hill turn footage yes indeed they did he says i'll listen to it later on itunes yes solid episode as by the way thank you for reminding me the episode is on itunes so if you're on soundcloud itunes google it is up already so if you didn't get the video you can also go get the audio version if it's not up in time and you're like i want to make sure i catch up on everything so appreciate you thank you for Remembering that, and KT King also acknowledges that that contact I emailed you on Friday last week can you wait, can get you the proof that you need to show beyond reasonable doubt your ex is unfit from a financial standpoint? It is all legal how they can get that evidence and affordable and a low price. Oh, shout out to you. I got money. Um, so people are wondering what direction I'm going. I, I'm actually going to get um, attempt to get it dismissed, uh, due to improper service but uh there's going to be many ways that i'm trying to move things around yo i'm gonna play their legal game but i'm not gonna go in and all that stuff so they're having a hard time finding a brother because we because because the brother's on the run they think a brother over here in the matrix they're like oh we'll just we'll just look up his stuff we'll just serve his ass at work we'll look up his address we'll do all of this we'll we'll they, they call it um they call it uh private private investigators do um I can't remember what they call it. Skip trace. They'll skip trace. They'll hire binding hunters. And I'm sitting over here like this. Look at Martin Luther. Look at them. I'm like, shit, I barely left the house. Uh, junior college girls can find me only after I misdirect them a couple of times. <laughs> I, I don't like people knowing where I live at. Just so you know, I don't like people. know. you know, the city and that about it. They'd be like, well, what part of what part of Las Vegas? <laughs> What part of Las Vegas where you where you live at? Shit. <laughs> my own mama don't know my damn address. I drive her here on a blindfold, right? Close your eyes. And then when I get when I get in my neighborhood, I drive around a whole damn block. I drive in circles in a damn maze. And then I get to my spot. Shit. <laughs> I might not even be living in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm just look. I might not even live in Las Vegas at this particular point. You know, have you thought about that? She <laughs> shout out to Mr. Palmer with that. She I don't let people know where I live at because the ops, because people will tell you people will tell where you live at. There's people right now on YouTube. This is where he lives. Man, please. I'm Bruce Wayne with this ish. All right. I'm Bruce Wayne with this. Ish. I ain't trying to be telling you where I live at. All right, I don't even know. Nobody knows. All right, nobody knows. Where are we at on PayPal? Did I get all of them? Mr. Triggerverse says, Coach, they ruined the Black Panther 2 straggles everywhere. Hyena forever. Hyena forever. And uh, he says, BWs are officially the new men of the community. So I haven't caught up on Black Panther 2. I know they released some footage. And uh, guys, man, Ben, when we get to this Vice article or this particular hit piece on masculinity, we're going to see how much they left out, how much of the story they left out. They literally are sitting here acting like nothing's happening. They're not doing a complete uh, gender swap on everything. Uh, we'll get to that in a later. Shout out to Triggerverse. I haven't seen the commercial yet, so I have to see it to believe it. I have to see it to believe it. All right, who we got here? We got, uh, where we at here? Who is this one? We're going to call you Dot. Shout out to E Dot. He says, I wasn't even finishing watching today's stream. They got it. They got it. New, 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 new world. Order. I blame Vince McMahon on this one. Free Agent Lifestyle Chapter 8. 
should be mandatory for men to know. All right, appreciate that, man. Um, do me a favor, uh, check out the free agent lifestyle book. I appreciate you. There you got there, you guys go right there. All right, all of the information in there is life-changing information for men. I guess, I guess the people like Vice, is it a magazine and the Vice News outlet? They're not giving any reasons for men to continue being men. They're just saying follow the path. So this idea that uh, they're leaving money on the table, men want to know. But what they're calling us is some sort of hate group or misogynist, misogynist information, anti-feminist, actually, actually anti-feminist for sure. And they're lumping groups of men in there. So uh, get the free agent lifestyle book. I think it's yeah, it's 10 chapters of goodness, of course, with a couple of uh, beginning in the intro an intro and the outro. Um, It's like the you know, it's like the best album out there. And shout out to the producers that got in contact with me. We will get back to you. Mandatory reading. It should be mandatory. All right. Juan Primeros says, how long can XXs make RP content before we believe them? Oh, you're talking about the, the women that are blowing up on YouTube in terms of um, they're, they're, they're making content. So, um, yeah, that's something that you got to figure out. <laughs> I mean, that's the stuff you have to figure out. So there are become there's a couple of female content creators that are becoming somewhat popular. They do show up in my news feed. Some I'm subscribed to, some I'm not. I rarely ever watch their videos, but I realize that they're getting a lot of views. And it's an it's going to be one of those situations that men have warned you about. Unfortunately, many men that have come into what you would call this fear have only been here for 18 months, two years. And uh, many of the people that have come and gone as a creator have been warning you about this very situation. I'm not taking shots any, at any female content creators, although there are some that are drawing audiences in. But people have warned you of the chameleon. People have warned you about listening to certain people that haven't had skin in the game long enough to know how they will react during a divorce. Right? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Some of these women are young women. They're idealistic. They're optimistic. Many of them don't have any kids. Many of them haven't been through the entire marriage will. Some of them have. Some of them hadn't. I, I always find that when I watch some of these female content creators, they're missing a key element that would determine what their opinions would be. The real feminists would come out like it. Some of them don't have kids. And I'm like, mm. like, what are you talking about? That that's key. That is a key element. No kids. You don't know how you would react or how you would deal with your husband and or boyfriend in that situation. You got zero kids. You haven't raised any kids. You haven't wiped any asses and boogers off nose. You haven't done it. Okay. So uh, you're missing a key element. You might be able to talk about dating, but then when you talk about marriage, you ain't. Okay. So the next element is they've never been married. Okay. So they, they missing the kids and they don't have marriage. They haven't seen hide nor hair of a divorce court. So that they're missing key elements. Another key element is longevity in proven relationships, right? They, they've never had a relationship longer than three, four years. Mm. Like what? Like what? Okay, so you could talk about dating advice, but you're missing like 70%. They're missing 70% of the equation. And so with that, um, even if they don't have a partner, they're they're without partner. I'm like, like they haven't cohabitated. Like, what are you? What advice can they offer you other than to say, I sympathize, empathize, I see what you see, and and commentate on it. So, with that being said, I'm not throwing shade on them. I'm just saying, men have since there's a lot of new men that are watching us. You missed men that warned you about that particular thing, 
And I'm not identifying one or the other because I really can't identify. There's some that I met in person, like uh, again, uh, sorry I, with names, but uh, Jennifer Molesky, I believe is her name. I met her in public twice. Uh, we were at the 21 convention. So I know her. Uh, she's missing a key element, which is children, I believe. And uh, she's a lot older and she's married. So she has those things, but she does. I don't think she has children. Children, Right. So we don't know how she would react in those situations there. But um, the rest of them, I don't believe I've met. Some have tried to reach out to me and I have no interest. Like what? What? what, what? I don't have women on my show. So they're trying to bring me either. They're trying to bring me to their show or they want to come on my show. Neither I'm interested in. Nope. All right. I don't have any time for the bullshit. Like, I'm not interested in neither one of them. Like, I barely I barely go over to other men's programs. There's a dude that hit me up. He got three million subs. And I still ain't even got back to him yet. So never feel bad if I ever never return to uh, email. If I've never returned to email, people reach out to me with major channels. And I'll be like, <laughs> so never feel bad. There was a, I can't remember the channel. I had my son look it up. I was like, oh, they emailed me. I was like, look him up. He was like, they got 3 million subs. I'm still over here. <laughs> I'm still over here. Left them hanging, bro. That's just, <laughs> it, it's just one of those things, man. I, I Look, I, I fail miserably at responding. I mean, that is a total F. I'm an A plus everywhere else, but I'm a straight flat up F in responding to people. F. I just can't do it. <laughs> I just can't. Like, it's hard to get me to sit down and be like, respond to email. I, it's damn near impossible. Damn near impossible. So anyway, you literally got to be grabbing me to here. Grab me to like a guy that wants to do a sponsorship. He actually was like, I'm in your town. <laughs> I'm in your town or near your town. I'll come to you. We'll meet. That's how you get a hold of me. He says, I can blow my channel up. That's negative blow up. The negative blow up my channel. But I know people will be like, hey, you could go here. You can negatively blow up your channel. Well, Fresh and Fit did the whole circuit. If people aren't on you, you're just actually asking for the wrong attention. You go over there because they got good numbers, and then they rickroll your ass. Sorry. Then they steamroll your ass when you get over there. You're like, oh, shit, I should have done my research. Your Vice magazine, whatever it is. Nah, F all that. You literally got to you got to track me down. You got to track me down. I'm hard to find too, so I'm just letting you know. And then you bring in the wrong subs, you get the wrong people saying the wrong thing. Man, look, I'm comfortable doing this right here. Right here. Let me stay right here. You want to sponsor the show? Sponsor the show. I'm good. Uh Jake Paul, KFI, KSI, whoever all these people are, man, come find me. Do what we want to do. I'll go in the boxing match. Do what? Hey, put a million up. I'll show up. If it's just to shoot the shit, I'm not interested. I ain't interested in shooting the shit. All right. I already shoot the shit twice a day on my damn channel. What the hell I got to say on your channel? Same shit. <laughs> I'll stay over here, bro. Look, I'll stay in my studio and drop off. Yeah, if you want me to play on your video game team, let me know. You want me to play on your little video game team, Phaser, Phase CGA? I'll play in your video game team. I'm good over here. <laughs> but if you trying to just interview and then you're going to try to ruin my rep and all of this shit, I ain't trying to get all none of that. I ain't trying to debate. Oh, that's another thing. I'm not trying to debate. 
I really don't give an ish what people have to say on the other side. I didn't heard it all the last 46 years. Ain't nothing you can say to change my mind. Oh, perhaps you'll change my mind. You know, I went to Satan Center because we bumped it to each other and we kicked it. And then we were somewhat in the same city at one particular point. So we was like, hey, let's just do this. And I went over to his place and we did it. That was simple. That That is how simple it has to be. You got to make it super simple. If you're like, hey, man, let me get, oh, I'll put your ass on the schedule. I'm going to forget about you tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> I'm just letting you know how I work. And that's kind of what I do, man. That's kind of what I do. So anyway, I just like to stay in my own little stuff. Stay over here. Where are we at? Elijah Bryant says, who, who here can name five WNBA players? All right, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Five WNBA players. WNBA. WNBA. Uh, so anyway, people are like, oh, you could get it. He says the old dad of the manosphere. Yeah, dude, I really, I shut down. If you ain't a junior college, like, look, have a 20-year-old or a 22-year-old woman get a hold of me. Find me over on at the junior college. Like, I'm over there kicking it, having pool in the damn cafeteria in the, ca in the student union. Find me up over there, all right, if you want me to do something. But if you out here trying to email me, waiting for me to come back, I pull up my email sometimes. I'll be like, oh, man, damn, I did not ask for this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I pull up my DMs. Like, my DMs, I don't even see the DMs. I guess they're on the request side. Every now and then, I'll be like, let me press the button. Let me press the requested DMs. Like, these are people, that I guess, that I don't follow or they don't follow me. I look at the request side. I'm like, oh, my God. What is this? <laughs> is there somebody that can hire for this? What is this shit? This is too much. Is this how people communicate? God dang. What the hell? DMs? Man, I'm too old for DMs, man. I'll be looking at my screen. Hold on for a second. This out. Let me show you what I look like looking at DMs. Hold on for a second. This is me. This is me on my Instagram. I literally go to my page and I go, oh, boy, look at that. There's people following me. Great. And then I do this. I post. I have an editor that edits my reels. I download them from my drive. I post reel, post it, caption, and then I close the app. <laughs> I'd be like this. that's you sometimes i'll scroll because i'm following some people and i'll be like all right there goes there goes fresh uh there goes king keto <laughs> all right there goes dan bilzerian there goes jay vincent all right there goes uh house of highlights i'll scroll like three or four times and then i'll be done i'm like eh, or <laughs> like bored of that shit no, i and then I'm like, you know what? Somebody sent me a DM. All right, let me check. This is what I look like. I go to the DMs. I can't even find it. Oh, there it is. There's a number. I look at the DMs and I say, what is this request tab? Holy shit. <laughs> look, there's blue check marks all up and down here, bro. I haven't even responded to them. What the hell? Look at this. Blue check mark, blue check mark, blue check mark. Nothing for me. Oh, my God. I better get on my game. Rappers follow me. What the? Oh, okay. Hold up. I better check these things over here. I just, it's just so tedious. <laughs> it's just so tedious. Anybody want a job with my DM? You got to be right here, though. I ain't giving you access to my account in India. 
You were like, I'm in India, coach. I'll, I'm an India coach. Like if anybody has tried to start beef with me and was like, see, I got them to not respond. I haven't even looked at your thing. Look at these girls' feet pictures. Look at these feet pictures in here. Look, I'm going to show you. Feet pictures. Anyway, by the time I get over there, People are like, you're missing. You could make a bag over there. I know. But you got to get me to settle down. Look, look at something like that. I'm too busy looking at feed pictures. All right. Somebody says yes, but she, uh, anyway, let's get into it. Well, where are we at? Oh, anyway. Yeah, I haven't even looked at no diss. It, now that's another thing. If people are trying to diss me, because I know people are over there. You misogynist. You ugly, yellow-bearded, I don't know what they probably call me names. I haven't seen your DM either. All right, let's get into the show. All right, let's get into the show. Let's look at Brittany Renner. Let's look at Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner acting up out here already. She's It's hot girl summer, and she's out there. It's stepdaddy season. Here's Brittany Renner right here. Everybody knows Brittany Renner. Uh, here she is going crazy on somebody in the stands at Rolling Loud. I'm assuming this is a concert. She's out here acting crazy. All right, with her light skinned self. And she all tiny and all this stuff. And here she is getting in some dude's face. I think the dude is really not saying much to her, but quoting some lyrics. And she's into her feelings. And let's go ahead and see what happens. Lee Renner getting into it at Rolling Loud. Oh, boy, somebody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, who are these straggle daggles? throwing water bottles in there. How did they get on the other side of security? And uh, you see security, oh, the simp enforcers came in quick. So that's that's what happened with her. I don't know what's going on with her and why she chose to take that course of action to. Top Brittany Renner getting into it at Rolling Loud. Now the guy is not, he's taunting her, obviously. He is instigating. I would call it taunting, instigating. And she got in her feelings. She jumped up there and uh, she's getting in her face. Obviously she's not in her right mind because she's a known person and she he's not so why would you even acknowledge him but she's already finding out the hard way that her only way out of it is to assault him i think if you spray water in the guy's face that would be assault and then i think the security tried to eject him i don't have that video but they did try to eject him four or five security officers and he never put a hand on her he did retaliate and threw water on her but he never retaliated physically but he got ejected and so um anytime you get in situations with women like this you know that they're not just going to turn and tuck tail they're going to have to spit on you assault you slap you you know that's when they're going to get that in and then not be held accountable and then portray themselves as the victim so she does have an open bottle of water in her hand so that's probably something he should acknowledge and been prepared for i mean she has it right here and uh, now that she has lost the argument she starts to step back so that she can skeet down his throat. Let's go ahead and watch it. Now, somebody pulled her away pretty swiftly here. This guy with the uh, with, with no T-shirt on, she got out of there quickly. And now here come the simp enforcers and uh, the straggle daggles. There's somebody, There's there he is again now holding back the straggle daggles, the bigger and the small one. All right, sleep and eat. All right, so that's what that's what it is right here. So yeah, when she lost the argument, she had to go. Brittany Renner getting into it at Rolling Loud. Gentlemen, hey man, you guys take women 
you guys like to act like they're stupid. So she went up there. She had the bottle of water. That was obviously going to be used as a weapon at some point. And so after she got in his face and he appeared to be, hey, I don't care. You in my face and I don't care. You're Brittany Renner. You knew it was going down. Wow. She got out quick. I was wondering how she was on this elevated platform and she was able to get away so fast. I mean, there's two big straggle daggle sleep and eat. All right. She sleeps and she eats. All right. But here it is right here. I don't know. And uh, they're yanking on him. Simple forces. Are they yanking on Brittany Renner? She was the one that assaulted him. But obviously nobody cares about that. That's actually despicable behavior by that security team. Despicable. All right. And so that's what's going on there. So if you wonder, if you actually wonder what happened with Brittany Renner, there it is. <laughs> I mean, the way she was able to get up out of there, that was incredible. <laughs> ben, my God. Where are we at here? Let me make sure I'm getting everybody here. Shout out to everybody. Oh, if you were looking for my earlier stream, it got taken down because Vince McMahon or the World Wrestling Federation. All right, let's get over here. Let me see if I can just jump into the next uh, particular thing here. So we got uh, Mr. McDuffie Jr. in the building. He says for the legal fund, uh, paralegal is going to be busy next week. All right, paralegal is going to be like, what else do you want to say? What? Jesus. Because uh, they will try to proceed without me and get a default judgment. But uh, I know the law. I fought the law and the law won. They don't care about the law. Oh, but they're going to find out that I care about the law. You're going to have to follow the damn law. But there's also certain things going on here. So shout out to Delta Fox. He says this morning's live stream is gone. They got it out of there. They needed it. It'll be back probably by tomorrow. Uh, Nolan says, praying for you, coach. They trying to silence you in here. New, 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 new world order. They trying to silence me. They trying to handcuff me with the money and all this stuff, man. What, what are they doing, man? What are they doing? It's kind of tough to keep doing this job like this. But it is what it is. We're going to do SAU. What does you got? SAU says, good afternoon, coach. This is my last day as SAU. He says, I, I, I opened up my own YouTube account. My new name is The Contractor. Thanks for all the motivation. Thanks for the information. You triggered this. Coach Gang forever. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, The Contractor. So uh, congratulations. Get your content out there while you can. While you can, right? announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Shout out to uh, Moose Hefner. He says, Friday night, I was clapping some cheeks. Then all of a sudden, I kept constantly hearing your voice in my head saying roar <laughs> pause i couldn't hold it in and kept laughing she asking me what are you laughing at all right i have a rule gentlemen although we do talk about segs over here i do have a rule do not think of me while you're doing the five stroke special all right i just ask you you know i know i know but right when you about to you pull out right when you're about to roar i know you can't help but <laughs> And then you're like, damn, I'm thinking of CGA. Do not think of me while you about to roar. All right. <laughs> I know, man. I don't, don't, don't think of me, man. I don't want to be in that particular thing. Just stay away. Keep me out of it. Pause. Unless you want me in the room, you know what I mean? And you want me to get first and you sloppy seconds. But I'm going to have to say. <laughs> All right. No thinking of me. Why you get in a piece? Some stank on your finger. 
KT King, when you get some time, LO, uh, he says, look into the hidden and quitted list that I sent you last week. All right, I'll check that out. I was thinking of it today. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow or if we have time today. All right, let's get back to the show. Appreciate you. Where are we at here? Bill Burr in the WNBA. Bill, uh, Bill Burr trolls the WNBA pretty hard. Not only did he troll them, he spoke facts. So you guys know my background is in women's basketball and I coach women's ball, basketball. I have high respect for their athleticism. Like I said, the, the best seat in the in the women's basketball uh, game is going to be in row number one or two. Once you go up in the row three and above, it's going to start failing, right? It's going to start tapering off. They're going to look smaller. Um, uh, the athletic ability, although for women, is going to be good. It's not going to be good for the, com the, the common viewer. And the common viewer is going to be distracted. It, it will look somewhat comical if you're not used to it, right? Everything has to be man manufactured. Uh, the rules are different, despite the fact that everybody say you're playing the same game. There's a lot of different details that are different. Like, first of all, the, the WNBA plays quarters. The NCAA will play halves. Um, college women's basketball move to quarters uh, that sometimes drag on longer than necessary. There's no 10-second 10 10 backcourt violation um, in, some, in some leagues, and there's some that are that they're there. So, uh, um if, if you're pressing, there's no 10 court in the back, 10 seconds in the backcourt, which is significant. But then they counter it with the shot clock. So they shorten the shot clock, which will be 30 second shot clock. So they want you to be able to get it across the line. I mean, if there was a 10 second violation in women's basketball, you'd see 10 of them in the game. You see 10. All right. If not five, you know what I mean? <laughs> if not five, uh, there tends to be a lot of hell balls where you're going to have to do a possession arrow. Um, if you had to jump ball, it, it would be ridiculous. I mean, there's really no ne necessary to do a jump ball. Um, another couple of instances uh, where the rules are different. Shot clock is going to be different. Uh, the field goal percentages are going to be lower than the men's. Um, if there's one big rebounder, they'll just eat up the glass and just pound it. The other team will get one shot, and then on the other end, they'll give up 12. So there are a lot of differences, although they're saying they're playing the same game. Okay. And so I'm a little bit partial to women's sports and in particular women's basketball, because I appreciate what it is. I've been around it. So I don't have a lot of slander for it, but I will tell you, it's nothing like men's basketball. Nothing. Matter of fact, I mean, if you had a college basketball team, um, a very good, uh, other than the top two or three teams, which other than that, a good, 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 great high school team. On the men's side, on the boys' side in high school, will smash, smash a college basketball team, right? Right, they will. Not many people want to admit that. As a matter of fact, if you put a college men's basketball team versus a college women's team, it would be ridiculous. I mean, I don't think the women would ever cross the half court. It would be that ridiculous. Okay, many varsity high school girls teams that are that are somewhat decent in their league probably couldn't compete with the sophomore basketball team on the boys' side. Sophomore. And the freshmen might give them a good run. The freshmen. The freshman boys might give them a good run. And so this is what happens. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, even the college, even the uh, USA soccer team lost to a 15-year-old travel soccer team. I mean, it is what it is. And so I did a great breakdown on the WNBA, the facts and all of that stuff. If you want to find that stream, you had to go find it. We're not going to do it today. We're going to listen to what Bill Burr has to say about feminist failing the WNBA, but at the same time saying, well, they should make just as much money. But what we understand is women don't even watch the sport. So why are you believing that they should make just as much money as the men or even close to making much more money than the men? 
when they don't even watch it. Let's hear what Bill Burr has to say on this one. Um, and he has quite a bit to say. Oh, fair use. I have to say fair use. Good Lord. I saw a woman a couple months back. Professional. Oh, 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 oh. And I'll give you the pros and cons to why. I'll, I'll give you the reasons why the WBA fails. All right. Other than you see it for five seconds and then you just turn it off. I saw a woman a couple months back. Professional soccer player, right? She goes on to ESPN or one of these sports channels and she starts bitching. Going like, I don't understand. How come female athletes don't make as much as male professional athletes? Right? And all of these men had to sit there and act like they didn't know what the answer was. <laughs> they had to sit there like dumbfounded, like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is a little bit of reality here. Um, this does happen. And particularly male athletes do cape for female athletes right and let me give me my fair use let's go ahead and do my invoke my fair use clause just so we don't have any problems over here today oh yeah oh excerpts of copyrighted material may under certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes of criticism news reporting teaching the research without the need for permission from or from or payment to the copyright holder all right i've always tried to get that in all the way in before the song ends and i can never do it damn it all right, so anyway, let's go ahead and listen here. Uh, you do get a lot of male athletes uh, that will cape for female athletes, obviously. Um, let's continue. Why is that? Uh, that is a conundrum. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> Literally, I'm sitting at home screaming at the TV because you don't sell any fucking tickets. <laughs> Nobody is going to women's soccer games. You're playing in a 20,000-seat arena. 1,500 people show up. That's not a good night. Now, let me just give you an example. When I was coaching Division I basketball, we played in, at the time, Title IX um, allowed for the Title IX, the Gender Equity Act, uh, uh, Act in the educational, uh, educational reform. I can't remember what they call it. But anyway, Title IX allowed for women's Division I teams to play in the same arenas or a like size arena as the men so it, every, whatever the men got the women got right they got the same locker room so when a team when a university builds a locker room because the men's team went to five straight ncaa tournaments and they have a surplus of money they build a new facility they can't have a different facility than the women so the women don't earn any money in ncaa tournament revenue they don't earn any money in 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 um in seating or popcorn or anything. They will not many earn money, but when they build the facility, they'll have to call it a basketball facility. They'll have the practice facility for the men and the women. It, it's identical. It's identical. It has to be by law identical. The men's team, even though they're successful or be it unsuccessful, they can't have greater than what the women's team, uh, what the women's team has. And as a result, we will play in big arenas. We would go to big arenas, and we played one year, UNLV. It was right before Christmas, so I'll be it. The students had left, but you're not talking about a students that are going to fill up the arena anyway at UNLV. We played UNLV in Thomas and Mack Arena. All right, let me go full screen. I know I'm talking here. We played UNLV one year in the Thomas and Mack Arena. I'd be damned if there wasn't 125 people in that arena. One, it had to, I remember I went, we got on the bus after the game, we beat them. We got on the bus. I looked at the, the stat sheet because we would get a stat sheet of, it was stapled, it was like 20 pages, shot chart and all this. Stuff. I looked at the stat sheet. 
I said, I got to see the attendance. I went right to it. Like, and it said attendance, 125. Thomas and Mac got a seat to 18,000. All right. It has to seat 18,000. And I'm looking like, what the fuck? Because I know, man, all we could hear was squeaking shoes and bouncing balls. That's all I could hear. There was nobody cheering. The cheerleaders wasn't there. Again, it was after final exams. So students do go home. But 125? Mm. Now students, now are these colleges smartened up? And they said, well, let's just build a, a smaller venue for the women. So the smaller venue will have, at big schools, 5,000 seats. And it'll still be empty. Mm. It'll still be empty. Nobody will be in there. <laughs> okay. There's few exceptions that are like, well, Tennessee and Connecticut. Those are few exceptions. I played at both of those schools. Those are exceptions. There's only like 10, 10 teams, maybe 20 that draw a good significant crowd. Everyone else, 100 people. So with that being said, they actually went in reverse and they call it a multi-purpose arena, the smaller venue, and they won't call it the women's gym because you can't call it the women's gym. You can't even infer that the women play in that arena. You could say, they use that arena and they can use the big arena as well. All right. It's actually just backwards thought. So they actually had to spend more money to, to fund a smaller arena because to make sense. So there's not 125 people in an empty ass arena. Mm. It's actually mind boggling. So anyway. Um, and they also call women's basketball a headcount sport, but it's a non-revenue generating sport. If you go to any college university program and you say what are the revenue generating sports and what are the non-revenue generating sports women's athletics most of if not all of them at at every campus is called a non-revenue generating sport meaning they host it but the revenue sports support the non-revenue sports or they will also classify it as an olympic sport olympic sports generate zero Okay, and so sometimes the football team and the bas the men's basketball team funds all of the other sports. Volleyball is a non-revenue generating sport on any college campus. Sure, you do have some programs that earn money, but the rest of them don't. All right, all the scholarships, everything's funded mostly through state uh, state funding, donors, and men's and women it's men's basketball and football. That's how it's. Support it. Sponsorship. Continuing uh, with Bill Burr here. So if it's a non-generating, revenue-generating sport, how in the hell do you get to the point where you're saying they should get paid equally? All right, anyway. The promoter lost his fucking ass on that gig. <laughs> Seen arena, 1,500 people show up. That's not a good night. The promoter lost his fucking ass on that gig. I'm not saying no professional female athletes, Serena Williams, the women in the UFC, you know, but nobody's watching your fucking sport. And then you're going to come and you're going to get mad at fucking men. They keep doing that shit. Why, why are you yelling at us? So here it is. They're saying if you can support an NBA game, why can't you support a WNBA game? Well, let me just give you an idea. They have uh, alternative leagues right now going on for men. One was the. Uh, not the XFL, but the USFL, which was a subpar professional. I want, I'm not trying to diss it, but it's a sub-league or semi-professional type league. They also have the big three men's basketball with retired athletes, retired basketball players who are somewhat 38, 40, 45, 50 years old basketball players. 
and they outdraw, not only outdraw attendance wise, they out earn viewership more than a WNBA. So when it even gets to minor league or semi-pro or sub-level professional athletics for men, they outdraw the women's basketball. And everybody says, why don't you want to watch? We're going to get to that in a minute. It's not our fucking job. It's not my fucking job to give a fuck about women's soccer, okay? I have men's sport to pay attention to. This is, it's your bullshit, right? Dude, look at the WNBA. Dude, nobody in the WNBA got COVID. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> they have been playing in front of three to 400 people a night for a quarter of a century. Oh, Jesus. Not to mention, it's a male subsidized league. We All right, before we get into that, so here we go right here. Um, three or 400 might be a little short for some of these franchises. Some of these franchises do pretty well. Some of these franchises play in high school arenas. The all-star game for the WNBA was played in a high school venue. A high school club program let them use that venue, and it wasn't even fully booked. They actually had to sneak the booking in, all right? And they filled it in with zero paying fans, all right? In essence, how does this league survive? It's been 25 years. They've been throwing it in our face. Every year is going to be a better year for the WNBA, and, it, and it's worse. And ultimately, the WM, the NBA subsidizes it if the nba pulled the plug at that once point they were going to pull the plug after 10 years i don't know if you guys know this i know this because i was coaching college sports and i had several players go to the WNBA. all right that i coached and in essence they were saying the nba is going to get this up and support it for 10 years and then they're going to pull the plug uh owners know had they wanted no parts of it matter of fact some of the franchises that exist today used to have an affiliation with the ownership of the men's team. So like the LA Sparks and the LA Lakers, right? The LA Lakers subsidize the LA Sparks. Some of their coaches were Laker alumni. Almost all of their coaches were Laker alumni. At one point, um, uh, Derek Fisher was the coach. Then Michael Cooper was the coach. Then um, what's the guy that played with Michael Jordan early in his career? Orlando Woolridge was the coach. Like they all automatically just funneled these coaches over here. They didn't want them to coach on the men's side. We don't got no job for you on the men's side. And they just funneled these men over on the women's side. And so some of these programs had affiliation with NBA teams. And some of these owners said, cut that bullshit. Let them move to a little city. I don't want nothing to do with it. They cut it. They cut it. They cut it. I think uh, Houston and some of these other programs, they were like, no, we don't want even want no team in our arena. Okay, get them out of here. And some of these teams had to relocate or fold. We gave you a fucking league. None of you showed up. Where are all the feminists? That place should be packed with feminists. Faces painted, wearing jerseys, slashing their titties. <laughs> Going fucking nuts like the guys do. In the upper deck with their big beard titties. So again, I mean, that's a great point. If if women are arguing that the women should get equal pay, they should be out there in the seats filling it up. But you don't see that. As a matter of fact, if you go to a WNBA game, it looks like a pride convention many times. So if you do want your family to go there and kids to go there, then you're looking at two PE teachers that are 55 years old still being together. You know what I mean? Then you're looking at what what is this? It actually looks odd if you're a family member that is somewhat... Uh, Somewhat uh, Puritan, somewhat religious. You're gonna, it's gonna look awkward. 
And so it doesn't bode well for a family type event. Not only that, it's in the summer, so you're competing against summer activities, summer travel, and WNBA is just not a hot selling ticket. None of you, none of you went to the fucking games. <laughs> none of you. You all, you failed them. So the feminist, he's saying the feminist failed them. Women, women in general, if women are going to say, hey, yes, women should get equal pay on, on when it comes to sports. And then you say, well, do you go to the games? Nope. Do you know any players? Nope. Do you watch it on TV? Nope. I mean, what's going on here? Not me. Not men. Women failed the WNBA. Ladies, ladies, name your top five all-time WNBA players of all time. Come on. <laughs> That's it. Name five WNBA teams. Name the WNBA team in your fucking city. You okay. I mean, he's making a good point here. Uh, we're going to watch a video of this happening, too. He's going to go up to people who claim to be feminist or women supporting women, right? But then when they get, okay, well, name some players. Name the team in your area. Name, they can't name them. All-time players, people might struggle with that if you don't watch women's sport. I can. It would be relatively easy, you know, because I've seen all of these women come through, come and go. Pause. But um, this is the support. They're saying we should just throw money at them, but you're not supporting it. Can't do it. You don't give a fuck about them they play night in and night out in front of nobody it's a fucking tragedy right oh man and then meanwhile you look at the kardashians they're making billions you know those real housewife shows they're making money hand over fist because that's what women are watching and the money listens you don't want to watch this shit you watch this shit they just shoot it over there, drowning these whores in money, in purses, in shoes, in Botox. It's just raining. It's raining money. Yeah. So the money listens. You'd rather watch that shit. Real housewives, bunch of women just tearing each other down. Well, maybe that's why your husband left you. Maybe that's why your husband left. That's why you can't have kids, bitch. That's why your ass is as flat as your tail. All right, so. Uh, let me pause it right there. He's going off of a little tangent. Let me see if he could get off of that. And try to achieve a common goal. We would rather watch him actually fucking destroy each other. Yeah. No, no, no. And then in the end, you come back and you fucking yell at guys. Like, and it's like, all right, so let me get this straight. I have to buy you a drink, stop the axe murderer from coming through the fucking window. And I have to watch WNBA games for you. <laughs> like, when are you going to pick up your end of the couch? <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. All right. So there you go right there. I mean, uh, only people like Bill Burr and, and Dave Chappelle can actually put it in a way that is actually funny and truthful. I mean, because a lot of times people don't want to hear a logical discussion about WNBA and female athletes making money. You'd be like, well, they don't. Nobody buys your jerseys. Nobody goes to the games. Nobody watches the games. And then their counter is, well, they don't promote it. Guys, it's been 25 years with the WNBA. I think people know it's there. And if people wanted to reach for it and were desperate enough to reach for it, they could, they could reach for it. We just know the interest is not there. Besides the fact, if men are going to watch it, there has to be attractive women involved. 
there has to be attractive women. Women's tennis, women's gymnastics, for some reason, has no problem with men tuning in. I don't care what you want to call men perverted or whatnot. Women's gymnastics have men tuning in. At one particular point, Australia's women's basketball national team started wearing a leotard-type singlet that was tight and revealing. So as to get more people to watch. Well, some people on women's basketball in America said, we ain't going to do that. Well, two reasons they ain't going to do that. They don't want to sexualize their sport, number one. And number two, you probably don't want to see these women in a singlet outfit. Because if you pull out pictures of some of the WNBA players, they look like one of your partners. And that's just unfortunate. So that sets is not going to sell. Reason number three as to why men aren't going to watch is because many of them know inherently they have no chance of getting any of these women. So it's going to be hard to jock sniff female athletes at the WNBA level. You're not going to jock sniff them because many of them, even though they're attractive, you know they're not for you inherently. You know these women have no interest in you, right? You know that these women are good. So if you sexualized it and you said, well, these are the attractive women of the WNBA, many of them swing gay. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So I do like to hear a lot of men who are not in the know always talking about, well, this girl can get it and this one's fine. And I say, you can think that all you want, but they don't deal with men. Mm. And that's just the reality of the situation. And we celebrate the women who don't deal with men. Shout out to you ladies. But these men, these women, the highly attractive ones, don't deal with men. Now, they might want to hide the fact that that's the case in order to sell some tickets. But unfortunately, they coming around here with bullet wounds, stab wounds, knife wounds, prison sentences, braids, locks, short locks, cut off hair. They coming out here. They're not even looking like they're trying to sell to you. They out here trying to compete with you and getting women. You show up to a WNBA game. This girl pulling out more hoes than you. And that's a natural fact. I've been around women's basketball for a long time. Some of them girls are hardcore alpha females, if you really know what I'm talking about. And they good with the strap on. They good with the strap on. But they walking around here walking like dudes. What are you doing? And even when the ones they put on makeup, it's all it's all a trick. Because I'm like, yeah, they could put make they could slap makeup on that WNBA player, but I guarantee you, she don't like no dudes. She don't deal with dudes. <laughs> so hear me when I say that. And I cringe when, when dudes be like, well, this play, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to out people. I don't out people here, but I don't want to out people. But I know some of the attractive women that you guys like in WNBA don't deal with you. And they ain't never dealt with you. Somebody said, not true. And I've been sitting here. I know WNBA players. I, I, I've been in women's basketball for 20 years. I, I do. There's very at the professional level, very few. Stop it with the bullshit. <laughs> Stop it with the bullshit. Don't tell me not true. You're going to have to come with some damn evidence. I know for a fact at the professional level. There's very few that shoot straight. There's very few straight up arrows. There's not not many arrows. There's a lot of rainbows in there. There's not many arrows. There's very less. Stop. Candace Parker got married to a male basketball player in the NBA. She divorced him and is now married to a woman. Mm. Brittany Griner's wife is being interviewed on CNN, and everybody's wondering why WNBA is struggling with viewership. 
that might be a problem with the mainstream, normie, family-oriented, family-oriented ham and egger. They're not ready for that. They're not ready for that. They're like, okay, let's support Brittany Griner. Now, everybody could probably assume that that's what she is. But as soon as you turn on the TV, let's interview Brittany Griner's wife. People going to be like, people in Kansas, people in Iowa, people in Utah, people in Arkansas ain't ready for that. Mm. <laughs> Maybe like, let's look at Sue Bird and her wife, Megan Rapino. as they look like two junior high school boys dressing up for homecoming. I mean, it's not going to translate into something that people are going to watch. Even though Sue Bird is cute, I know the, I can just see it for what it is. Everybody's like, oh, Sue Bird. I'm like, bro, I know chicks that have been kicking it with Sue Bird. Stop. So it's, it's what it is. So people that say this is not true and all that stuff, it's going to be a hard sell. And this is why it's not selling. Then if you want to appeal to the people who want it to be equal pay for sports, you got to have people aware of the players and you just don't have that. Let me give you an example. Here it is right here. He said, wait, super cute. <laughs> I'm just saying. A lot of times, if you're a female athlete, you do get a little bit of a, a point deduction on the cuteness scale. Yes. Especially if you were a baller. If you were a baller. Everybody remember the one girl they used to have a crush on in high school. She was a baller on your team. She was all league and you had a crush on her. Then she got a scholarship and then she had a girlfriend. And she wasn't all of that. She wasn't highly attractive. She was cute. And then you went over there. You saw her go to college and you saw her come back with her girlfriend holding hands. And you was like, what happened? (laughs) Um, somebody says Skylar looks good too. Well, you can wish, all right, but Skylar ain't interested in you, homie. This is just alleged, by the way. This is alleged. This is alleged, but you can do your research. He, she ain't got no business. She ain't, bruh. I'm not outing people. I'm not about, I'm not outing people. Come on. Uh, somebody says, um, um, women's athletes, they actually had a joke about Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick, he said, Drake, (laughs) Drake got this, Drake, Drake got it. Yeah, rappers, (laughs) okay. Um, Anyway, hey, yeah, I'm not outing people. I'm not outing people. You show, you show up and get, you you show up and get the skins. But anyway, point I was going to make, Danica Patrick was considered an attractive female athlete although danica patrick number one was not that attractive okay she was cute she was not that attractive most of her cuteness in her appeal was when she was in her suit and it looked cute for a woman that is somewhat average to be in a racing suit so now that rolls her her um that rolls her (laughs) here you go liz cambridge i mean come on man you guys are did not you're not getting these women. Stop. <laughs> Stop naming WNBA players that you're never going to you're never going to bring salami to the party. You're only going to be tacos. All right, stop. Bring tacos to the party. Anyway, Danica Patrick looks somewhat cute. Now put Danica Patrick in a line 
with attractive women. <laughs> okay. Put Danica Patrick in line with attractive women. She ain't even hitting the scale. She doesn't even jump past the seven mark. So this is what we have to understand about female athletes. Sometimes she looks cute being that she's a female and she looks decent. She's not ugly, but then you take her out of the uniform and you slap makeup on her and then you say, put her with these attractive women. She's not that attractive. She's not. So you guys got to understand that. When you put attractive female athletes with attractive women, it don't even come close. They're not even reaching the seven mark. Even a woman like Anna Kornikova, she might be the rare exception where she would actually move into eight territory into nine. She might be the rare exception, but most of them, not even close. You, you take them out of the uniform and you put them with regular people, regular women, attractive women, they don't even come close. So anyway, somebody wants to do a hit it and quit it on WNBA players. <laughs> All right. Hit it, All right. Let me do this. Uh, just as a short example. You name any NBA players, NBA teams, you can, right? Um, you name any NBA players, NBA teams, you can, right? Um, I mean, yeah, the Lakers. Now, here's the hard question. On topic of women's sports, can you name any WNBA teams? <laughs> What's up, guys? We're here in East Village, New York City. All right, so he's out here interviewing feminists, is what he says. Feminists can't name a WNBA team. I see Gemini Ryder. You guys are hopeful. These people, they don't have no men. Oh, my God. Anyway, continue. And we're asking people if they support women's sports. But then we're going to ask them if they could name a WNBA player. Fair Who's use. your favorite men's basketball player? Do you, do you have a favorite basketball player? Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry, okay. Do you have a favorite women's basketball player? All right, yeah. I mean, obviously, this person should be watching WNBA. This person should be watching WNBA, all right? But at this particular point, why would she not be watching WNBA? I figured she would be somewhat interested in WNBA, but she didn't even, she doesn't even know WNBA. Continuing. I forgot her name. I forgot her name. <laughs> I She's, mean, women deserve equal pay. Uh, wow, okay, okay. Women deserve equal pay. So this would be a feminist mindset. So that means you would actually know the product, know the numbers of people watching, you would actually know and have knowledge of the players, know the franchises, know even if you don't watch sport and you just jump out there and say women should deserve equal pay, but you don't know the product, you don't know anything. This person should be a number one in knowing a WNBA player. Let's go ahead and hear. Uh, they do equal amounts of work. Can you name any uh, WNBA players? No, I can't. Uh, I don't like sports a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think you could probably name some NBA players, right? I could, and I think that's because it's a lot more publicized. What's your it's a lot more publicized. Mm. Uh, that is a myth. They're trying hard, pause, to publicize women's sports. People show up to women's tennis, and it's not as publicized. Um, we got a redhead here, pale skin redhead. Shout out to her. All right, average at best, but uh, she's got red hair. She's she's part of the Salem witch trial, so that means she qualifies. All right, continuing. Who's your favorite, who's your favorite basketball player? Who's your favorite uh, men's basketball player? Um, I think Shaq is really funny. Um, and now I have a question. Who's your favorite women's basketball player? Someone on the Utah's <laughs> women's basketball team. We're from Connecticut. So you, you guys can name one NBA player, I'm guessing, right? You guys yeah, can I do can that. Name an NBA player, yeah. Well, can you All right, so he can name a W. Well, this guy's uh, somewhat related. I don't know, man. Look at, look, look, look at this, man. That's a. And that's you. If that's you was a person. 
and that's you. If that's if that's you was a person. And that's you. Anyway, continuing. <laughs> can you name it? Can either you name a WNBA player? No, I cannot name a WNBA player. Not even one. Like, come on. You... WNBA. I can name women's soccer players. Give us a few women's soccer players then. Uh, man, I tell you, man. I tell. I mean, what more proof do you need? I don't know if he edited the ones out. He can't even name, bro. Like, come on. You said you can name a woman's soccer player, and you failed. And look at this one right here. Women deserve equal pay. Can you name any players? Nope. Come on, man. I mean, this is getting silly. The name? Uh, Rapping Up. Uh, Rapping Up. Yep. Oh, Hope Solo. Uh oh. <laughs> if that's you, was a person. Um. That's about it. One who's trapped in Russia right now. I forget her name. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's right, yeah. I'm going to give you her first name, and let's see if you can get the last name. Ready? Brittany Spears. <laughs> yeah, she's not taking this series, sloppy yogurt and all. Not a basketball player, but good try. They're both playing the same sport. Women are equal to men, so I don't see why not. Man, I tell you, man, that is not an argument. Good Lord have mercy. That's a socialist argument. Well, they play the same sport. No, they don't. There's different rules. I just acknowledged that earlier. The rules are different. They are not the same. But doing the same thing doesn't require you to get paid the same. There's people that do something inherently different. I can do it at a major corporation. You can do it at a startup. You're not getting paid the same. Stop. Can you name it? You're not even doing it at the same time. So if women were on the court at the same time and competing, then you have an argument. At least, like, any any players, any WNBA players? Damn, and I know one. No, damn. Off the top of the head, it's not going to come off. Not even Who's one. Like not even one. This is despicable. Not even one. Miss basketball player that you know of, men's basketball player. I mean, all I can think of is Michael Jordan, to be honest. Okay, to be fair, she can't even barely think of Michael Jordan, so I'll give her a pass. But the, the hard question is, can you name a women's basketball player? No, I actually can't. What's That's the not WNBA team that plays here in New York? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. The New York. I'll give her a pass. She's, she seems to not be interested in sports at all, so I will give her a pass unless she knows the Knicks. There's an L? Statue of. Oh, is that like Liberty or something? Liberty, yeah, the York Liberty. And the Liberty plays. NYC, right? Yeah. So can you name five more teams uh, Five more teams for us? Five you, more teams. That's going to be impossible. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you think women's sports should uh, get paid more, get more recognition? What do you guys think? For sure. Like, we deserve equality, so. Man, this is a, man, this is brain-fed, spoon-fed nonsense. We deserve equality. Nobody deserves a damn thing. Mm. Nobody deserves anything. Everything is earned on a scale that is measured similarly to the next. That's what you get. But here she is. We deserve stop. Um, definitely should. What about the WNBA team that plays here? You know, you guys are, are you guys New Yorkers? You guys, I am like, a New Yorker, but I didn't know. I didn't even know. You don't need. Damn. I mean, come on. She don't even know. And WNBA players? No, I really don't. Not one. I mean, like, I, I know their faces, but I'm terrible with names. What about okay. you? you think, could you name any, any of them? Yeah, I could either. I'm... <laughs> this argument falls right down on this face. Come on, man. Stop. We deserve. You don't even watch it. Yeah, I'm just as bad at I have terrible memory, so. Man, I mean, this is despicable. This is despicable. I mean, listen, if if you're going to use arguments like that, you got to be able to say you support it and you simply don't. Let's get to the contributions to today's show. 
I mean, how hard can you can how hard can you make this argument? Oh, we deserve and they should get paid, and you don't even know what it is. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Anyway, where we got here. Oh, contributions. Let me check Venmo because uh I don't know if I've been getting uh my my messages over there or my notifications. Let me check. And uh and that's you. And that's you. All right, let's go over to PayPal and uh who is it? PayPal and Cash App. We do have some men contributing to the junior college fund out here. Oh, do me a favor. Hit the like button or we're going to get we're going to show that belly deli. Albert Albert Chalmers says I'm predicting the NBA will be a co-ed league soon. The only way that happens is if they allow transgendered women in the league. Right. So that is the only way that would happen. I mean, even the best WNBA player could not compete on a daily basis in and out traveling, playing four games a, uh, a week. Um, and traveling and playing 82 games a year against men, right? With which the speed picks up, it's not going to happen. So you would have to have several transgender that gendered women. I think that's what it would be called. It would be men that can convert to women, right? They would have to be so skilled, like you would have to have a guy who's a top NCAA draft pick on the men's side. He would have to transition. There would have to be a bunch of them. But you're not going to get female athletes. Even the best ones on WNBA to convert. But now they do play long seasons, right? So they do play a WNBA summer league season and then they'll go overseas and play an additional 30 games. So they're playing close to 82 games, but they're playing against other women. And then when they go overseas, they're playing against subpar competition, right? But you have them playing against top elite level male athletes over here. Stop. Stop. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. Unless you would have top NTA draft pick over the next five years where two or three of them transition and they were still balling out. Even if you had women, how did it work? A subpar male athlete transitions to a woman. He could not just go into the WNBA. I'm sorry, the NBA. He'd get trashed. I don't know what you think, guys, about the NBA. I know it looks like you can probably go out there and play them. You can't. (laughs) I don't want to bust anybody's dream here. But the NBA on television does not do it justice. Even the WNBA, for that matter, does not do it justice. The the NBA, these men are exceptional athletes. I mean, beyond exceptional. They're they're mind-blowing, pause, athleticism. Because you at 5'8 or 5'10 can do something and it looks great. These people in the NBA are 6'6 doing things that 5'7 people do. Not only in speed, in jumping ability, in talent, in skill. Most of them don't even have talent. Most of them just long as hell and athletic, freakishly athletic. And it is not until you see one in person or play against one, which I've done many times in summer leagues and pickup games. It is not until you see a bench warming NBA player. You see a bench warming NBA player and you'd be like, you don't even get off the bench. This dude will serve your ass up on a platter in a pickup game without even breaking a sweat. Okay, without even breaking a sweat, without stretching, this person will tear your ass up. You'd be like, holy shit. 
Okay, so this is what I'm telling people. You would laugh at a bench-warming Division I male basketball player. You'd be like, you don't even get off the bench in the Pac-12. He will roll your ass up. The bench-warming D1 player will kick your ass, all right, without fast. It wouldn't even be close. Wouldn't even be close. So with that being said, you're talking about men at the NBA level. It's not even close. They're freaks of nature. Even the guy that's like a, let's just say a 5'10 guy, like a Nate Robinson or an Allen Iverson 5'11 or a, or Chris Paul 6'1 or a Spud Webb or a Muggsy Bogues, for them to be at that level doing what they're doing, they would be, am- they, they're amazing. They're amazing for the regular normie. For them to compete at that level at that size on a night-to-night basis and do well. Come on, stop. All right, I'm done. And you don't see it until you see it. You don't know it until you know it. Shout out to uh, Bryant Horsley in the building. Thank you, sir. John says, listening to the free agent lifestyle in one day. All right, you listen to it in one day. Yeah, it's a pretty, you, you bought it on Audible. It's a pretty one. He says, every man needs to read it. Every man needs to read the free agent lifestyle. 100%. Thank you for that endorsement. Gone with John says, my past dues, RIP to T-Mon, CGA, Bo. Life in the building. New, 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 we'll go over to PayPal. Order. Thank you, man. Uh, did I get KT King here? Yeah, he's talking about the hit it or quit it list. Maybe we'll do hit it or quit it of the WNBA. Of the players that I know you could have a chance at. How about that? All right. Anyone that I put up, you ain't got no chance at. Travis says, waiting on coach to do an ultimate heel turn and make a pro-black do Biden gilf loving channel. Wow. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe that's how I'll get past the algorithm. Maybe that's how I'll get past the algorithm. My heel turn, my my alternate persona. Oh, you're on to something. The contractor, SAU, says they have been brainwashed with feminism, so they regurgitate this stuff in automatic. Yep, they just automatically say, yeah, we, well, you deserve. It's it's actually goofy. Um, And I broke this down in the previous stream. I don't want to belabor the point, but... Um, just because it's the same sport doesn't mean it's the same rule and it's the same game. Um, even in tennis, even in tennis, uh, men's and women's tennis, the top women's tennis will get mopped up by the mid-level, 60th rated, 100th rated, mopped up sick like sickly. It would be ridiculous. But um, even they don't play the same game. And I broke that down. They're not playing the same game. Women's tennis is the best out of three. Men's tennis is the best out of five sets. So a man would have to play uh, a, a man that goes uh, uh, all the way through. The men's champion is playing 30 to 40% more court time than the woman's champion. 30% more court time, but they get the same check. Now, where's the equality in that? Now, there's an argument for that. Are they getting paid for court time or are they getting paid for results? So in essence, then the argument because, well, the women's team, the women's tennis team, not the women's tennis team, the women's tennis competitors brought in just as much audience. There's an argument for that. You could say it. The women's tennis is going to get just as much attention as the men. And also, these women are appearing in commercials and marketing and such. So they're not getting paid for court time. They're not getting paid to court. They're getting paid to show up in marketing and such like that. So um, I would venture to say that women's tennis and men's tennis, there's an argument, even though there's not a fairness in the rules, there's not an equality in the rules. The women's tennis players still get a lot more shine 
or just as much time as the men's tennis players. Any other sport, you will say not so much. Women's gymnastics, yes, that's another sport that will get just as much time. So you can understand why the women, let me ask you this. Do the men's, do you know any men's gymna- gymnasts? Think about it. Over the last, how many Olympics have you watched? How many men's gymnasts do you remember? (laughs) Okay. The reason why you don't remember them, number one, you're probably not as comfortable going over there to watch them. Number two. (laughs) Number two, these dudes probably ain't nothing. They probably ain't interested in you. All right. So you're looking at them like they're kind of muscular, but. Sugar and tank. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't be like, yeah, pause. You would have to watch the whole show like this. Pause. They'd be on the pommel horse. You'd be like, pause. Mm, that was interesting. Oh, pause. They'd be on the rings flipping around. You'd be like, oh, that's talented. Pause. <laughs> Damn, he could be on that pommel horse. Pause. You can't even watch it. You know what I mean? Without being uncomfortable. You're like, mm, 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 I shouldn't like that. But that's talented. Mm, I should not be liking that. <laughs> you got to be like that was cool and all but <laughs> now women's gymnastic they be underage like a mug they be like 13 14 15 and y'all be watching there's something to be said about that there's something to be said about that not only that you can name multiple women's gymnasts multiple not only that they'll be on Wheaties boxes They'll be on commercials. Where's the equality argument for the men's gymnastics team? Where, is anybody talking about the men's gymnastics team? How come these girls are always on commercials? They're always on TV talk shows. You know their name. You know the last gold medal. You know the women that quit on their team. I mean, you know them like crazy. They getting television contracts. They running around getting married. Massive Instagram followings. Where's the men's gymnastics team? Now? Okay, so that's the same argument. Is it marketed more? No, I think more eyes are just going to be on those girls in the leotard, despite the fact that it is what it is. Same with female uh, figure skaters and ice skaters. You know the women. You know the women. You don't know any men. Same thing. You'd be watching the men going, damn, he can turn in circles. But pause. Track and field is kind of like that, too. Track and field is like that. You be watching the girls with them little buns. You watching. Damn. She got her nails on, hair weave. You're watching her. You're watching men's track. You be like, okay, that Negro fast. What's that one girl? Sydney something? Mm. Whatever that that hurdle or Sydney. Hold on for a second. What's her name at? Where's she at? Sydney something? Somebody got to look her up. Sydney track. Sydney McLaughlin. Mm. I'm just going to say right now. Oh, she hugged up with her boyfriend in this photo. But I'll take some Sydney McLaughlin. I'm taking a big old scoop of that. Is it McLaughlin? 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 Whatever it is. McLaughlin? I'll take a big old scoop. Full of that. <laughs> Where's she at? Yeah, I'll take me some. Yeah, sign me up, bro. Where are we at, man? Sydney McLaughlin, McLaughlin, whatever her name is, I'll take me some. 
But again, she's kind of somewhat plain and whatnot. If you line her up against attractive women, would she actually? It looks like she got married here. Oh, she married. Shout out to him. Look at him. Mm, my man, he tall, dark, and handsome and muscular. I guess that's out for you. McLaughlin, she got married recently. So look, hey, somebody wiped it up. She was like, I'm ready. She was like, I'm ready for somebody to wipe that up. Look at him. Oh, he looking like a black Ken doll. All right, congratulations to them. No shade. Hi, congratulations. To, oh, y'all can barely see it. Y'all can barely see that. I had it on small. Pause. No, Lolo Jones don't do it for me. I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pass. She, she's psycho. She out of it. I don't think she's a, she's she's not with it. Let me do one more. Renardo E says, greetings, coach. Haven't supported the show in a month, and I've been too busy knocking down 304s in the Dominican. He says, this is se this September. It will be Cart Cartagena, Cartagena, Colombia. I might have to be out there in September. He says, stay safe, coach gang. Cartagena. I always pronounce it wrong because I haven't been there. But my man's traveling, and he's spreading his seed far and wide. <laughs> Cartagena, Cartagena. I'm bad at pronouncing stuff, as you can see. Um, Let's get to this portion of the show, and then I don't even know how long it will be. What time is it? 6.30? Six minutes, six minute, Dougie Fresh, you're on, uh, uh, on. All right, here's Vice. It's a TV channel. It's a YouTube channel. And it also serves as, I don't know, is this a media outlet? I really don't know. So I'm just letting you know, but they have 15.9 million subscribers. And it looks like the guide to Las Vegas. Are they in Vegas? I, I don't know. Just so you know, I don't know anything about them as a news outlet. I have watched one video here. But I clicked on it. It was the wrong video I was watching. This was the video right here that's to be in question here. And it says, why, why the far right are so weird about sags? How come they can put sex in the title and nobody shadow bans them? And so we're not going to watch their video. But essentially what happened, well, let me click Three. on this real quick. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Fair you. Actually, I'm not going to play enough of it. I'm not going to pay any of it because I know they. I know how the people work here. So this is a guy here. Um, let me see what his name is. Let me see if he acknowledges his name. All right. So I don't think he does. So basically what they were taking was uh, talking about was the manosphere. All right. The manosphere and incels. And so what they did was they lumped all of the manospheres, the PUAs, the incels in MGTOW all into one. And this is what I've been warning many men who argue in this space as to try to separate and distinguish yourself as and while putting one down, right? Because we don't want to be associated. Like if you're a PUA, you don't want to be associated with MGTOW. If you're a MGTOW, you don't want to be associated with incels or PUAs. But people will lump everybody into one group, even the mass media. So in this, they've lumped everybody together and they've interviewed feminists and uh, people to basically say why young men are mass shooting and they're blaming the manosphere, okay? That's an L. Now, I don't know if you know, none of us, as far as I know, has told anyone to go shoot anyone. Okay, I haven't said anything like that. I haven't said anything like that. I haven't even encouraged it. But what they're saying is some of these channels are hyping men up to have hate for women. Misogyny, right? Toxic masculinity. And so they even associated these masculine men with the far right. All right. And so they're bringing political. Stop bringing political. So they're bringing political and they're saying these men are associated with far right. Now, with that being saying, they're now saying these men are associating with quite supremacists. Quite supremacists. They're even going that far. So not only they are trip, a trip, attributing mass shootings 
to Manosphere. They're also attributing uh, political leaning far right to Manosphere and white supremacists. Now, with that being said, I mean, I mean, CGA is CGA. But I'm not on the point of no white supremacists. Although I think they're somewhat toothless and cowardless in my mind, they don't really, there's really no need for white supremacists to do any damn thing. Because all they do, all they need to do is drop off a trash can full of firearms and you'll do it yourself. So if that's white supremacy, I don't know what to tell you. They just drop it off in Chicago and just let the fireworks start to commence. Rat a tat tat. And so there are some people that said in the comment section they used to listen to manosphere and they had to graduate out of it they might have started the hope strategy back they might have felt like they got enough information they might have found it weird i have no idea but there are people that did that but there's also a hint of yellow journalism here and a lot of you young heads don't know what yellow journalism is i actually paid attention in my civics class yellow journalism is essentially what we have in our country now this particular piece that you saw on vice try to pose as journalism. Although that their media outlet, he presented a case that had no solution, number one. It was just reporting on, it was misreporting and taking things out of context, to be honest with you. And you clumped a group of people in together to demonize a certain segment of men that had no affiliation with the other men. And not only that, they didn't use any data, statistics, moon, stars, quasars, nothing in this piece. They basically use nothing, no argument. They just said, these men are clumped together. The results of these things are results of these guys. Now, they actually used uh, Elliot Hulse, whether you follow or like him or not. Here he is right here. He is the one person probably recognizable, recognizably that has appeared um, in this particular piece. The other people I didn't know at all. Now, Elliot Hulse was portrayed as a MGTOW. Okay, now I don't know. I don't know what this piece was doing in terms of research, but they took a statement that he made in a video that was probably more anti MGTOW than it was MGTOW. And they presented him as a MGTOW. I was actually floored. Like, wow. We know he's married, we know he has umpteenth children. The man is a successful guy. He is probably polarizing, as you can say, but they presented him as a man going your own way. And we know, damn, if you know anything about him, he is anything but that. He's actually made hit pieces himself on MGTOW. But this is the type of journalism that you're getting from someone who is not presenting anything. And this is the problem. So yellow journalism, let me give you a definition of yellow journalism. Okay. Although I'm not a journalist outlet, I'm not pretending to be. I basically give you my opinion and my uh, life results. Not only that, we've changed a lot of men's lives. We've saved a lot of men money. We've made a lot of more, more men money. Okay, we've changed the mindset of men in terms of they were misdirected, undecided, and unguided about where they wanted to go. And we gave them a sense of purpose and we got them to avoid distraction. Yes, there was a high level of virginity in our country with men. And so this is the point they're making. These virgins slash incels slash MGTOW slash Manosphere. These all of the men are causing all of this damage. They're the ones responsible for mass shootings. Now, I'm going to tell you what. You can probably tell the CIA is probably more responsible than it than we are. New, 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 new world. Oh, they really going to hate me about that. 
they really going to send somebody after me. Deep throw. Send deep throw. All right. But they're probably more responsible for that than, than, than us. I'll be damned if any of these people listen to me. And if they listen to me and they got, go shoot up somebody for my message, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Not only that, I'm not even done yet. They didn't mention anything about TikTok culture. They didn't, for women, they didn't mention women licking microphones. They didn't mention single mothers. They didn't mention the divorce rate. They didn't mention thottery. They didn't mention hot girl summer. They didn't mention women out here. I'm I-N-D-E-P. They didn't mention Glorilla. They didn't mention Gorilla Glue hair lady. They didn't mention anything. Divorce rate, suicide rate. They didn't mention that. They, they mentioned zero of that on that side. They didn't mention sugar daddies, seeking arrangements, nothing. They brought nothing on that side. <laughs> but guess what? It's all the men's fault over here. This is the yellow journalism that I'm talking about. Let me give you a de definition right here. Yellow journalism and yellow press are American terms for journalism and associated newspapers that present little or no legit well-researched news while instead using eye-catching headlines for increasing sales. Techniques may include exaggeration news events, exaggeration of news events. I mean, they basically did that. They said, okay, this guy, they said this guy paired them with them. Scandal, scandal, mong scandal, mongering, mongering, scandal, mongering, or sensationalism. By extension, the term yellow journalism is used today as a pejorative to decry any journalism that treats news in an unprofessional and unethical manner. Now, again, I'm not a news organization. So I don't claim to be a journalist. I do report on things that are in pop culture. This is what people do here. But they presented themselves as a news outlet. They did not deliver the news. That was sensationalized. Not well researched. All right, let me give you a couple of other pejoratives. It was eye-catching in headlines. Their, eye their, their headline was this. Why the far right, that's a headline-grabbing term, are so weird. Why the far right is so weird. Why the far right, that's a head grabbing. And then far right so weird. And then about sex. That's literally their tagline. And you're telling me that that's not sensationalism. That's not eye-catching. That's not grabbing. And then when you click into the video and you start listening to them, all it was is a hit piece with no information, no data, no details about the individual, taken out of context information. You actually paired one person's philosophy, which is not even his philosophy. And you credited him with putting the information out. And it ain't even his philosophy. He was actually parroting. Um, if you actually listen to this, he's actually parroting MGTOW talking points. And he's because this is what he does. This is what Elliot does. He basically says, you know, in, in order to get his videos to a certain length or get his point across, he will actually parrot it so he actually can listen to it himself saying it and then try to make sense. So they cut off only the point where he parroted the talking point sad and it's not well researched not well's research it wasn't thorough and it was nothing but mongering although we can always be accused of that as well but you just fear monger everybody to say anybody connected to the so-called manosphere is going to be connected to people that assault women hate women and then also potentially might cause people harm and i don't think that's fair I don't think it's fair at all. It was very dramatic in what they did here, and they provided no solutions. Okay, how about you men do this, right? Like, I have a solution called the free agent lifestyle. 
And I say, hey, listen, if you're struggling with this, this is what you can get into. This might be a lifestyle for you. This might be a solution. Okay, in there, there's solutions. In there, there's a free book called 52 Things That All Men Should Consider Prior to Marriage. There's a bunch of solutions in there. You can pick and choose which ones you want to do. There's 52 talking points. I believe there's even additional three after that. I was like, I'll give you some extra things to do. People say you provide no solutions. I literally have a book that says 52 things. <laughs> how is that solution? How would that, how is that not solution oriented? That is very much solution oriented. And I say, hey, if you are ever considering these things, you might want to take time to do these things. All right, let me show you real quick. You don't provide no solutions. And then the same people don't even invest in this. This is a free book, by the way. 52 things men must do before marriage. There's no solutions. That's not solution oriented. Well, in this particular hit piece, they say things like um, uh, they're they're using the election to try to connect far right with white supremacists. I, 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 I can understand that. That one I can understand because there are a sense of men that are wanting belonging and they might join that and have particular hate towards another group of people. There are some people that are connected, but but then you throw in manosphere in that. Sure, there could be some people in the manosphere that could be that, but then you have some that are not like that. Okay, so that's what's despicable about this particular piece that I find despicable again. Um, not only are they targeting masculinity again in terms of alpha, they're not targeting alphas because alphas are alpha is not a threat. It's not it's a mindset, but I tell you, my philosophy on alphaism. All right. All it takes is all of y'all to get in one room drinking, drinking bourbon and cigars. Y'all think y'all going to be in alpha utopia. No, you're not. It's going to take one dude to pop off at the lip. And then you're going to find out who's real alpha. So you better hope these alpha men who really want to be at the top of the food chain. Come in there and present themselves and say, everybody, let's just keep it humble. <laughs> OK, but all it takes is one person to say, I'm the talk dog in this bad boy. Matter of fact, when I was at the 21 convention, um, no fights broke out, but there was beef and heated tension against several dating coaches. And um, there was some something happened. I didn't see it, but I know there was a guy. I can't even think he has uh, he has uh, three names. I know one is Anthony and he was there. And uh, when I showed up, they was already kind of breaking up something. And another guy was trying to alpha position <laughs> what the f's going on here but i showed up you know what i mean i had a i had a, a feminist trying to get after me and then she was trying to put her her little old ass thing on me all right she was parading around just distracting all the men so again this idea of alphaism is not really a threat there's a lot of folk more faux alphas in there are real alphas you could say alphas a mindset but get into a room with a room full of alphas all you're gonna hear is this one alpha pop out. It's time to get it's time to get busy in here. Uh, let's see here. But masculinity is the threat that they always consider the threat. And this is what I want. There's, to me, there's a need for this, but people don't think there's a need for it. And then you look at the high level of virginity rates. OK, well, why are why are men high level of virginity uh, in the comment section? There's men in here. Let me pull up the comment section. There were men in here going, I'm 32. I'm still a virgin or, um, you know, I just lost my virginity at 32. Now go to a high school or a freshman dorm. Go to a freshman dorm 
pull the girls out. Okay, let's say sophomore. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> the full alphas come in here. Wrong definition of alpha. Hey, dude, it's not even a definition. Now you can't even define it until you see it. Here, the alpha is a mindset, guys. Y'all can go to the store with that. <laughs> go to the store with all that. Alphas think they just going to sit around. We have alpha minds. Nothing going to happen. We don't have to prove shit. We're all alpha at the same level. You, you want a socialist alpha. The alpha socialists are in the building. We're all the same level of alpha. We have the same alpha mindset. <laughs> the, the homogenized alphas are in the building now. No bank account matters. No alphas, no muscles, no threats, no, 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 no energy, no, no, no physicality, nothing. No, 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 that's not alpha. It's alpha. We're all alpha together. We're all hormone injected alphas. Yeah, we're all social alphalist. <laughs> social alphas. <laughs> hey, man, you got to put shit. You got to put skin in the game, period. As a man, skin in the game, that's how you survive. It's survival. I don't want to hear this bullshit about we just going to sit in here and philosophize. Philosophize. We got philosophies in here. We're going to just philosophize the whole day. That's bullshit. I'm tired of you guys trying to fly that kite. It's about what you got, what you can prove, skin in the game. And it always has been that, period. That's my definition of it, and that's what it's going to be. Because, look, when it all, when it, when it all set, the dust settles, <laughs> it's about what you can prove. It ain't no damn we just going to sit here and do a dick measuring contest, a piss measuring contest, and talk about we on the same level of alpha. We got the same answer. Bullshit. Don't get me started on you. And this is why this conversation about masculinity and them lumping everybody together is so important. This is why it's so important because we're all distinct in our opinions and mindsets and philosophies. <laughs> so when it comes to that, when it comes to that, y'all want to say all of this stuff, I'm just going to say what I think about it. Anyway. That's that. This dude sitting behind the computer talking about they alpha. Okay. Come on out. Come on outside. Come outside. <laughs> and it ain't even mean you're going to shoot somebody. But what I'm saying is you got to demonstrate qualities of leadership. You got to demonstrate qualities of what you have and what you were able to produce and earn over time. There's no socialism in alpha. Y'all not on the same level. There's always going to be someone. There's always going to be hierarchy. When men get together, it's hierarchy. We don't deal with we on the same level. You can just line up in a room and you know who the top dog is and who the bottom dog is. It's okay if you're on the bottom. Come outside, though, or demonstrate what your actions are in order to prove who you are. There's always going to be hierarchy. And if you want to be on the same level and say it's a mindset, you can fly that kite all day long. It don't fly in my zone. It don't fly in my zone. I ain't dealing with it. <laughs> I ain't dealing with the bullshit. So anyway. But enough about that. Let's get on with this particular show. Anyway, if you want to watch the video, uh, watch the video. Uh, and oh, oh, also, Elliot Hulse did a response on his website. 
So Elliot Hope was also was pissed. Yeah, no flex zone. Elliot Hope was pissed. All right. This is how distinct an alpha could be, right? You walk into the room, oh, we all alphas, and you put your paw out there, and, and the dude squeeze your hand, and you wasn't ready for it, I guarantee you, you like, you will tighten your grip. You'll be like, <laughs> you'll, let me let me fix my hand. You ain't going to out alpha me. Look his ass in the eye. People don't think this shit matters because y'all sitting behind computers all your life. And you can want to spot out alpha philosophy and say you are alpha behind your keyboard. Come outside. Come outside. That you don't. If you think that doesn't matter, <laughs> that stuff don't matter. Oh, okay. You're gonna get your hand squeezed down. You're gonna be on the knee. Men do that, and men have been doing that for a long time. <laughs> They've been doing that as a measure of. Oh damn! Let me firm up my. It is where it is what it is. Okay. Have you ever been in a room full of dudes and they don't even acknowledge your ass? You realize real fast. Okay, I need to either prove myself to these dudes or I'm gonna sit back and be at the bottom. Period. You walk right into that room and the room don't feel your energy, but you got mindset. You walk up in that room and nobody turned their head. Not a man or a woman. Nary turned their damn head. Soon as you walk in and you start talking, nobody even say shit to you. Nobody even get knowledge your presence. You got two options. Shut the hell up. Continuing to shut the hell up and, and zip your lip. Or make them acknowledge your authority. Oh, y'all going to ignore me? And? But if you choose to sit your ass off in the side... You just went down the rung, period. That mindset. You just went, sit your ass down, you sweaty palm, weak noodle, handshaking, no authority having, no energy having ass, right? Keyboard alpha. Or you got to make sure, hey, oh, what? But you don't even have to do that because at that particular point, you already down the rung. Nobody care about you. Nobody's threatened by you. Nobody's interested in you. X, Y, and Z. And they've done experiments like this, by the way. They've done experiments like this. Right? They've done experiments like this. I try to give you guys some context. There's a hierarchy that is acknowledged. One dude was in the room and everybody was yuck, yuck, yucking. And then another dude came in the room and his whole energy and aura, his whole energy and aura took over the room so much so that the dude that was yuck, yuck, yucking had everybody sniggling. He faded into the background, and they actually can show that he faded into the background to allow this person to come in with the energy and aura to go ahead and take his place. And his ass was doing nothing but cheesing in the back. Okay? When you're a different echelon man, just like, dude, we could get together. Soon as certain dudes walk in the room, they going to command their attention. I'm in there, but like, I'm in here with CGA. Soon as, uh, uh, what's his name? Top G. Soon as he walk in the room, shit's over. All right, so he's going to come in the room. In a vacuum, suck up all the attention. So it is what it is. And you guys know these situations. You put yourself in these situations. But because we are now behind keyboards, we can act like that that's not true. But it's true. 
He said, sounds kind of lame. Well, you're not ready. I'm just like, look, look, where were you at? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, okay, let's start measuring stuff and see what you have and what you don't have. That doesn't mean if you have everything, doesn't mean you are the top guy, but that's just how it is. And you've been doing this since high school. I don't know why you think this is foreign. Why do you think this is foreign? Go into a gym, go into a middle school, go into a high school. This is what we've been dealing with for a long time. And some dudes have said, I'm going my own way. I, I don't want to deal with none of that. Some dudes have gone monk mo mode. You can do it. You can think it's lame if you want, but don't think you're going to be in here with your damn limp wrist out here being the top dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That ain't going to be how it works. I can't change that. This is nature. I can't change that. So if we want to put all the recessed chin, awkward, crooked nose people out into the front, which we've done, we should basically said, no, we're on the same level. And then we let these people dictate what, what's, um, what's actually good content. Now these people got the power. Now it's revenge of the nerds. And now they're showing, no, we can make you knock you off your hierarchy at any point. And so we've done that. We sat back in the back. Everybody took no masculinity. We let, to, we let them define what masculinity is. We let them define what women and men is. We, we've done all of that because it sounded lame. It wasn't fair. They got all the girls and they got all of this. And it wasn't fair because I got a clip recessed chin or I'm short. And then we let these people get all the power. And now we sitting back here trying to, and then they out here shooting us down. Hey, <laughs> what do you, what do you want? What do you want? If we let the, if we let you define what alpha is or what masculinity is, and we would let you define what nature is or what a man is, shit, anything goes then, then anything goes. As long as I got the point to turn your ass off, click, I'm the man now. See, this is what we're doing. We're allowing people to use opinions and emotions, kind of fighting feminine wise. And then we get to decide what's masculine by just saying, we just going to censor this puff, this food over here. We just going to shut him off and restrict his way to earn money and cut off his uh, uh, source of income. And then look how masculine and alpha is now, right? That's what you do now. And you can stay behind your keyboard warrior talking about how you're alpha and hey, I shut you up and flag videos. You know what I mean? So this is what dudes are doing. And look at what's happening. Are we in a fair? Is it actually fair now? Now they got all the power. Now we're looking at these dudes like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? And then they can be behind keyboards talking about they the top dog. So it is what it is. Let me get to the sponsorships. But at some point, everybody's got to come outside. <laughs> at some point, everybody's got to come outside. And when you come outside, then it's then it gets real, real on you. When you got to go to a party, when you got to go to after hours, when you go to go to the lounge, when you got to go to somewhere where you're going to have to co uh, network and you keyboard assassins are out here, you in the real world, then it's apparent. Or you got to take a picture of yourself. <laughs> or you got to see if if women naturally are interested in you. If they can recognize, then it becomes a different game when you outside. But in this studio space, you can always be the man. <laughs>
where are we at? Uh, somebody did say call you a different name. So let me get him. He de- he okay. I can't say your name because I got to scroll back and think. <laughs> I got to scroll back and see what your name was, which I can't find. Let me see here. Yeah, I can't find it. So I do want to acknowledge you, man. I do want to acknowledge you, but I can't. No, it's uh, I can't say it. But anyway, he says this is a sponsorship, by the way. That they're not giving me. He says, in NYC, I don't know our WNBA team's name. Please do more Bill Burr in the future. Keep it going, coach. All right, so shout out to you. He doesn't want his government name said. I wish you would have put it in the chat, but it's okay. It's a sponsorship. We'll we'll work around that. All right, thank you, sir. Did I get the contractor on this one? I did. I did, and I got one more PayPal that I want to acknowledge, and then I'll check Venmo and Cash on the way up out of here. Uh, where we at? Oh, Reginald. Okay, that was him. And um, he's over going to Columbia next and all of that stuff. All right, appreciate you. Let me do the Cash App. I got the Cash App, and let me do Venmo. Let me check Venmo. And if anybody else has any other questions, let me know around here. Or if I missed your chat, let me know. All right, Venmo, it is what it is. I think that's it on Venmo as well. All right, so, yo. I got money. <laughs> Somebody says we can be masculine. Yeah, we can all be masculine, though. That's the way I push masculinity. So masculinity is a situation where at some point, then you can be somewhat socialist with it. You can be like, okay, we all have the same mindset. Our mindset is to help the overall picture of ourselves first and then have the overall picture of manhood. That is a such a now certain things don't aren't criteria like what you have and what you can prove and actions. It really isn't criteria now. Masculinity then makes you serve to actually do something better for yourself. Protect yourself, protect your family, protect your community. That's masculine. Alpha, on the other hand, look, they don't care about the greater picture. And alpha doesn't care. An alpha, that you can't stop an alpha to say, well, what about what you're going to do with this hierarchy? What about knocking this guy out? You ever see dudes and two dudes in MMA? <laughs> they get in the ring and you're like, oh, shit. One dude's going to knock the other person out. I'm sorry. It's that brutal. And I'm using fighting as a metaphor because you'll be like, well, it's not always about fighting. Well, sometimes it is. What about business deals? What about business deals? Have you ever done a business deal? (laughs) You do a business deal with somebody, they don't give a rat's ass about you, bro. They don't. They're trying to screw you. They're trying to screw you over. They're trying to get the best they can for the least. And you go in there, handshake they ass, and you sit down. He ignoring your ass. He getting up every time you talk. Every time you try to say your position, you swallowing gulp. Well, I think I uh, well, I think I won, and I think he gonna run all over your ass. Now that's an example of nature dominance putting over onto somebody that is non-dominant, and it's apparent where the direction goes. Who's gonna get that push? It, it, it's it's all what it's all part of the deal. So you can act like you don't need these skills. Even masculine men need these skills to be able to make sure they defend themselves and don't get screwed over. Every now and then, you're going to take an L. Hopefully, it ain't a bloodbath in a negotiation. Sometimes, you're going to get finessed, and you learn, and you say, I'm not going to get finessed again. How do I stand up for myself? Maybe I deepen my voice. Maybe I sit up, maybe in a higher chair. Maybe I make sure we don't stand up and take pictures like Putin. Okay? 
So that height doesn't matter. Maybe when I meet him, I'm already sitting down and I invite him to sit down. Maybe I invite him to sit down in the lower chair. These taxes are all used. Somebody says I send a one man, one dollar Venmo. All right. Oh, I see it. Shout out to EB. He says, here's is my first straggle daggle. I'm going to say my first straggle danger dagger dagger is daggle. My first straggle daggle donation. Thank you over on Venmo. And we got AD Austin on cash app. Uh, it is what it is. Oh, for some reason, I don't see it. Was that cash app or PayPal? Oh, it's on PayPal. But these things are all, all part of learning masculinity and helping yourself. So masculinity is treated as negative, but I also find it curious that the more women that women behave masculine wise, they're praised and we're not shout out to AD Austin. So they're, they're demonizing in men, but praising in women, all of the, all of the qualities that women, even the term alpha widow does, does signify that these women are acting in the masculine way. If they're strong and independent, they get somewhat uh, celebrated. If I say I'm strong and independent, what's wrong with you? Why are you separating yourself? Why aren't you sharing? Why aren't you bettering somebody else's life? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Why are you withdrawing? If I say free agent lifestyle, I'm free. That's no good. She says she's free. Everybody applauds. It's actually bizarre. It's actually bizarre. So anyway, um, oh, one more clip that I want to show y'all. One more clip that I want to show y'all because I don't even know if I can make a full content, a uh, full piece of content. But there's uh, some women. Here's some. Here's some women in Las Vegas when women behave poorly. How about this? When women behave poorly, who's calling this out? Nobody's willing to call these bad behaviors out. So when we call it out, it's misogyny. Here we are in Las Vegas, a bunch of uh, sloppy yogurts running around here. Uh, this is what you'll find in many Vegas casinos, uh, pool parties. Um, something happened. We don't know. This is MGM. A couple of cameras going at it. As you can see here, the men are somewhat fit. This man is fit, right? Look at how this tall guy right here, he's trying to, he can't control her. And then the women don't look as fit. This is the normal state of our world right now. And you got to ask questions. Why is this the case? Well, because we're allowing it. Anything goes and behind the keyboard. I mean, as we can see. I mean, everywhere you look, everywhere you turn, and men are willing to accept this type of stuff. Oh, it's normal. And I had two kids and all of this, all of this stuff. And then you try to find somebody that is somewhat fit. You can't find one. Oh, boy. You see all that? Hello, moon. All right, continuing. There ain't a flat back to be seen. There's one. There's one flat back, the damn lifeguard. There's another one. A thin sister came into there too. All right. They, these are junior college ones. They trying to break up the fight. But the mammies are out here. The mommies are out here acting a fool, competing with these young girls. Why do you want these young girls? I'm just as good. Yeah. There, there we go again. I mean, everybody that comes into the screen is like large Marge. And, uh, you know, Bill Barr touched on this. Anything goes now. There's the flat back right here walking away. She said, hell with all this. And everybody watching, kids. <laughs> like, look at this picture right here, man. 
Let me stop it right here. You see this? This is what happens when you come to Las Vegas right here. I'm going to come to Las Vegas. We're going to have some fine girls at the pool party. Somebody says, think about the children. <laughs> Here's the Vegas pool party for you, Sean. Oh my God. Here they are. And look across the room. Look across the room. Look at the, look at the cohort across that they're yelling at. Look at what's over there, bro. I mean, come on, man. Look at, man. Oh, now this one, she throwing her booty in. Now, now she twerking. You see this one right here? Now she twerking. And look at the pool. Look at the pool, bro. Like, what? There ain't a flat back to be seen around this mug. <laughs> my Man, that's insane, man. That's insane. And that's just one clip. I mean, I know it's just one clip. I know some pool parties are a little bit more litty. Shout out to Loud Pockets. Coachy, the junior college girls want me to meet her family. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shout out to Drew. He says, been ninja watching for a long time. Below the eight. Shout out to you. We'll call you below the eight. All right. Appreciate you, man. Thriller. Mark says, uh, Coach, thanks for all that you do. And I want to be positive. Ladies, we're going to do a show of all the positive things. All the things. All the things your man won't do. All right. We got the name of the brother who sponsored today's show. He says, Coach, tell your listeners to be careful out there. The monkey pox. Has become a real thing, by the way. This is Agency New York City. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. I didn't want to say your name because you're a big-time donor here. The monkeypox is a real thing. New York, y'all going to feel it first. All right. Uh, by the way, it's definitely, uh, according to the woman at the CDC, she said it is actually in a lifestyle. Uh, children have been catching it. I insinuated to that this morning, but the show stream's not there. But uh, children have been catching it. And the children that have caught it, according to CDC, According to CDC, they have said the men, uh, the the children have been interacting with men who associate with other men sexually. They could not say Skittles community or or G-A-Y. I can't even say it. They literally said, you want me to play the video? I got how many more minutes I got? I got a couple more minutes. I'm going to play the video of the CDC explanation of this. I got to find it. I got to find it. I'm like. Now, of course, it will cross the line. It will cross the line. Let me see here. CBC monkey. I'm going to play the clip of the woman. Here it is right here. All right. A fair use. Is this the BBC? I got to be careful. Let me see here. I'm going to share. Listen to listen to how sensitive of a culture we have right now. Okay. Uh, let's make this larger. Pause. That's what he said. Have seen now. Um, we do have seen now two cases that have occurred in children. Both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community. The game came at. You know what she's doing? She's shuffling. All right, we haven't shuffled today, but. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? So she said the cases that have been involving children, this is what she said. I'm I'm not reporting, by the way. 
I'm actually just showing you what she said. Um, we do have seen now two cases that have occurred in children. Both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community, the gay men, uh, men community. Um, and so when we have seen those cases in children, they have generally been what I call adjacent to the community most at risk. So what exactly are you saying, Kamala? She looking like Kamala Harris with all that word salad. Can you explain what that means? <laughs> okay, come on. Hey, look, it's real, but tell me who's at risk here before you shut down the damn country. Who's at risk again? Go ahead and tell me that one more time, please. Cases that have occurred in children, both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community, the gay men, uh, men community. Um, and so when we have seen those cases in children, they have generally been what I call adjacent to the community. Most wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you define them as children. Uh, I got to know ages. And they were adjacent. You mean a consensual relate? How did they catch? Like what? You got some explaining to do, bro. I need some explain. What? Wait, adjacent? Were they just? Did they touch? Was it spread sexually? Like what? What are we doing? Were they two parents? Was it a? Uh, what kind? Of, what kind of children are we talking about here? Is it a fifteen-year-old or a eight-year-old? Man, you shuffling. Shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Of course, when you mention these things, now you're the phobic. Now you're the they're the, the, the <laughs> new, 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 new world order. When you mention it, or you say it on social media, or you post it, they be trying to flag you down. I'm like, literally, like, I got questions, bro. I got questions before you make me scared. What is this? What is this? Okay, you gotta be you gotta be frank with everybody. But now we're so situations where we don't want to call people out and be phobic and all of this stuff. Now we can't even say what it is. We can't even identify. Was it a graping of a child? What 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 do we what what what? Come on, man. This is how ridiculous we're getting. Anyway, man. Look. Oh, we did have some other contributions. Sorry. Before I go, thanks for sticking in here. And uh, my show will be back. Shout out to Lyle Pockets. He says, he says, Coach, let me get a wrench. All right, where are you at? I'll try to find you. Make a comment. There you are. He said the men on men. No, she said the men who have sex with men community. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what community is that? I sound like that dude, that damn T for program. What the heck is that? What community would that be? Can you say it for me, please? All right. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly confused. All right. Last PayPal and we'll get out of here. Nope. We already got it all. All right. So somebody let me go feed my dog and um, all of that. All of that. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. We staring at the world. Martin Luther Lee right here. And we don't hate nobody. I love everybody. Shout out to you, brothers. And uh, let's send you out with a couple of things here. Peace. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's going to make it happen. This will make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. 
First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. I'm almost 26 years old, and I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. And life is just really lonely. Just another holiday I'm by myself.